Hello! Hello, woman on woman listeners. I'm Nicole Patton. And I'm Sam Lucas. And welcome to our podcast. Women on Women, where we women talk about women. And today's women, who is it, Nicole? Well, it's another addition to our Female Cinematic Universe series. Yay! Um, this female that we will be talking about today is the one and only Wendy Bird from the Netflix series Ozark. Yay! Now, I am a huge fan of Ozark, and if you are listening to this episode on the day that it was released, part one of season four of Ozark is now streaming on Netflix. You can watch the first five episodes. I'm pumped. I'm excited. I can't wait to see what happens, especially after season three's cliffhanger. Um, Sam, what is your experience with Ozark? I have absolutely no experience with Ozark other than I know that Julia Gardner is in it and I love her. I love her as well. Uh, she's incredible. I don't think she's Wendy. She I is think not she's Wendy. Character. Who's she, Wendy? Pull up a picture. Um, Wendy is, is Laura Linley. Oh, I love Laura Linney. Okay. And then I also know that what's his name? Jason, uh... Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. I know that he's sexy. He is definitely... I was about to say Patrick Bateman, and then I was like, that's not right. It is very close. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Jason Bateman, he plays the main character, Marty Bird. Um, He also directs some, a few episodes every once in a while, and I believe he's also a producer for the show. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about it other than it's about drug dealers, and it takes place in Missouri. Yes, it does. Um, as does most Gillian Flynn novels. Um, <laughs> is and... Ozark a Gillian Flynn novel? No, it is not. But, <laughs> but I hear of Missouri, the only thing I can think of is Gillian Flynn. But yeah, that's pretty much all I know that and that my dad loves the show. And I've been meaning to watch it, but I just haven't gone around to it because it seems very, uh, very masculine, I guess. That... Is it very masculine? Well... So, okay, rewatching it for a second time, I rewatched it all so I could have the right information for this episode because I truly believe that Wendy Bird has an amazing character arc. And when I, I remember when I rewatched it the first time, or when I watched it the first time, it was right after I finished Breaking Bad. And this show really filled my Breaking Bad like void. And I really liked it. And for me, it like fixed all the areas that Breaking Bad got wrong. Interesting. Especially for how they write their woman. Huh. This show has a really strong ensemble, especially with their female characters, and honestly, rewatching it, we may or may not do another Ozark episode where we talk about the rest of the female characters, because there are quite a few of them that have pretty prominent roles in the series. However, Wendy Bird. Wendy Bird has the biggest character arc out of anyone in this show. Well, I'm excited to hear about it. Uh, do we need any spoiler warnings? Um, yeah, we'll be spoiling season one through season three. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry about it. Uh, if you don't want any spoilers, please stop listening right now and listen to our other podcast episodes. We have plenty where we don't spoil things and plenty where we may spoil things that you are already familiar with. Exactly. So yeah, let's jump into it. Yay. I'm going to be starting with season one, which I have titled Wendy Bird dot 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 the wife. so a little backstory about ozark marty bird is married to wendy bird they have two children together charlotte and jonah they live in chicago however in the first episode of season one uh they have to relocate to the ozarks in missouri because marty has been laundering some money for this famous Navarro drug cartel, him and his decisions at the work office, they blow up a little bit and all of his, um, all of his co-workers that he launders money with, um, they're all killed, um, by the drug cartel and they were taken hostage and killed and right when they were about to kill Marty, he talks his way out of being shot and killed and says, hey, he gives the drug dealer uh, a pamphlet that he got for the Ozarks and is like, hey, I'll move here. I can launder lots of money for you here. Let me live. Me and my family will move from Chicago 
to uh, the Ozarks. And so he basically talks his way out of getting killed. However, now he has to move to the Ozarks, Missouri, and launder a bunch more money. Um, and none of his family knew about this. So in the first episode, he has to tell Wendy that they're in grave danger. They need to move immediately to Missouri. And obviously Wendy would be mad, but he kind of, in the first season, Marty kind of treats Wendy not so nicely. He's very angry. Uh, He doesn't listen to her or let her make decisions. When really she should, he should be blessed that she's going along with him, even though he won't really tell her all of the details about like what's going on, how long so, he's been laundering money. Yeah. So, um, these people who are killing people for money laundering are they threatening to kill just him or his whole family? They're threatening to kill just him. However, he wraps his whole family into it. Once he's like, hey, me and my whole family are going to up and move from Chicago to Missouri. Um, They have less than 24 hours to move. Wendy is kind of like, what the fuck is going on? And Marty, anytime Wendy asks a question, Marty yells at her and he's like, you need to be quiet and listen to me or otherwise they're going to kill us all. Yeah, I I would leave him. Yeah. On the spot. And... That's exactly what she tries to do. (laughs) Um, Wendy, we also see from the first episode that Wendy is having an affair with Marty. Their marriage already wasn't in a great space. uh, And what Wendy tries to do, she goes to her lover and fills her lover in on the situation of what's happening. Lover is lover gendered. Uh, yes, he is a man. Oh. I know. <laughs> he's he's qu- actually quite an older man. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. okay. I see you, Wendy. Um, and the older man, he is like, hey, do not go with Marty. He's in some serious business. You're not. Take all your money and leave with the kids. So that's exactly what Wendy tries to do. She takes out all of the money from their banking account Marty gets a notification of this, and not only does Marty get a notification that they've taken all the money out of the bank, but the cartel does too. Oh, shit. So the cartel sends some people to Wendy and her lover's apartment where they throw her lover off the building. And he dies. R.I.P. Wendy's affair. Marty watches the lover get thrown off the building. And he doesn't really seem too surprised that she was cheating on him. They have to have a little sit-down talk with the cartel where Marty's like, Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that she was cheating on me, but trust me, we're going to make things work. We're going to, like, go to the Ozarks right now. No, you're not, bitch. Um, so after Wendy sees her lover get killed and thrown off a building, she's like, holy fuck, this is serious. I'm gonna shut up and (laughs) do what my husband says to try to save my life. So they all go to Ozarks and Marty begins investing in things, um, and starts laundering money. And while they're laundering money... Um, Wendy really tries to help. She tries to get involved because she does not want her kids to get killed. And she's very scared that Marty doesn't know what he's doing. Or not that he doesn't know what he's doing. She's just scared Marty's going to fuck up again. I mean, Marty gets mad at Wendy for every little thing that she does Uh in this first season. Including buying a house, which Marty asked Wendy to do. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but the house came with an old man. An, uh, o- an old man? Yeah, who lives in the basement. Um, he's on his deathbed. He'll, he... My grandma did the same thing. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, so swag. <laughs> <laughs> um, but his old, the old name is, name is Buddy. He also um, loves streaking in their backyard, but that's a different story. Wendy is trying to get involved. She's trying to help Marty launder this $3 million that they have. Um, however, whenever Wendy tries to help... Marty gets mad, yells, is like, you don't know what you're doing. Why would you do these things without talking to me? One, she does talk to him. He just doesn't listen. Also, eventually, later on in the season, Wendy wants the kids and her to go back. Or no, she just wants to send the kids back to Chicago 
because she feels like it will be safer for them mm-hmm. there. They can stay with family friends as they have the FBI and drug cartel people regularly coming out to see them and check on them. Uh, the FBI is also trying to figure out what happened to Marty's missing co-workers and why he mysteriously left Chicago and went to the Ozarks. Marty refuses to send the kids back to Chicago as he believes that Wendy will later leave him to be with the kids. He views this as a sabotage as everyone's leaving him behind. It's just like, bruh, grow up and clean up your own mess. Literally. Your kids and your wife had nothing to do with this. You literally roped yourself into this bitch. <laughs> yes. And this is a side note. Marty has the kids work for him sometimes. Oh my with god. With this wandering, which is much to Wendy's demise. Demise. Wendy has stated that she does not want these kids to be involved in this. I wonder why. (laughs) Anyway, but Marty has him, has the kids work for them. It's small tasks such as guarding money or wrapping money, which can still be quite dangerous. That's pretty much the premise for season one. Wendy Bird's the wife. She tries to help. She is working at this retail company to try to launder money through them. However, Marty's always on her back, not wanting her to help, even though sometimes her ideas really could help him launder money. So at the end of season one, they finished laundering the three million money, three million dollars that they got from the cartel, and their reward for that is to get even more money that they have to launder, otherwise they will be killed. So that that brings us to season two, which is a little bit of a change of gears, is which I am calling it. Wendy and Marty are working together, at least more than they did in season one. Uh, they have to launder the even more money that they finished the first batch. Um, they have a big project going on right now. Mm-hmm. They're trying to buy and build a casino, oh. as that would be a great way for them to launder money. For sure. And so Wendy is on a mis- mission. She is trying to get senators to pass a bill to approve another casino in Missouri. And also, this is where we get a little bit in more in-depth look with Wendy. Um, she is very open with others about... Even when even when she's gaslighting slash buying silence of grieving mothers. Oh. Um, she's very open about her depression, especially um, her postpartum depression after she had a miscarriage. Oh. There's a whole episode dedicated to her dealing with postpartum depression after having a miscarriage. And she's also very alert when it comes to abusive relationships and well, except for her own, but um, <laughs> and domestic violence because um, in season one, Ruth, who's played by Julia Garner, her uncle hits her and leaves her with a black eye. Uh, Wendy notices the black eye as she came into work with it, and she really has like this really deep conversation with like Ruth about like domestic violence at home and like Aww. and she basically tells Ruth that she's there for her and that she can stay with them blah 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 she can do whatever they need to make sure like Ruth doesn't get hurt by her uncles again that's good and then in about the middle of season two the FBI starts to close in on Marty and the drug cartel. They start searching all the properties, including their house, all the businesses that they own to launder money through, and they are going to search the smells. And who are the smells, you may be asking? Well, they are two characters, a husband and wife. They are fucking rugnecks, as I quote. However, I would not tell that to them. Otherwise, you may be shot and killed. Oh, fun. (laughs) As that happens multiple times throughout the series. Um, They are the local heroin dealers. Ooh, okay, that's fun. And so when Marty and Wendy moved to town, their business kind of conflicted with the smells business. Wendy does what the cartel wants, um, which is blowing up the heroin fields, the poppy fields, because the FBI is coming to search the property. She blows up the smells um, property 
Marty is extremely mad at this because he thinks this will start a war with the smells. However, what are you supposed to do when the FBI is coming to search a property and if the smells get taken down, there's quite a good chance that Marty and Wendy will get taken down too. Yeah. As the smells, they know what Marty and Wendy are doing because they had some conflicts in season one. Uh Uh-huh. This is huge. Um, Wendy did this on her own, even after Marty constantly nagged at her not to do it. This is the first, not sabotage, but first big move that Wendy has done individually without the help of her husband. And she kept the entire cartel and people who work for them, like Marty and Wendy, from going down to the feds as... Guess what? The feds did go to the smells and search their poppy fields. And since Wendy blew up the poppy fields, there are no signs of heroin. There we go. Um, This is the first look at Wendy taking charge in their work, as this is her first time she did something that the cartel wanted to happen. Uh, Marty is also mad that Wendy didn't run it past him first. Of course and, he is. Yes, and this is always his excuse when Wendy saves the day. Um, we saw it in the first season, and we'll see it even more in the second. Also in season two, Marty has a breakdown because he shot and killed Mason Young. Um, this is Marty's first time killing someone. And he shot Mason after Mason had kidnapped Wendy and held her hostage. Well, that's understandable. <laughs> it is understandable. So Wendy is now in charge as Monty, as Marty is having this breakdown that he killed someone. And this is the first time Wendy has gone solo with this much power. Now, towards the end of season two, Marty proposes a plan to get the whole family out of cartel business and return to a normal life where they would live in Australia. Wendy is hesitant at first, even though it seems like a foolproof plan, and this is what Wendy has been wanting since the beginning, Mm -hmm. since she found out that Marty was in drug laundering business. However, she's hesitant. She doesn't agree or disagree with going to this plan. However, Marty has made it very clear that he's dedicated to this plan to get out of the money laundering business and their business with the cartel. This is also when a supervisor for Marty and Wendy come to town. Now, her name is Helen. She's also their quote-unquote lawyer who helps them with any legal business, and she works directly with Omar, the leader of the drug cartel, and she, Helen, tells Wendy how impressed she is with her. Ooh. Helen talks to Wendy about how tough it is to be a woman in this industry, and she tells Wendy to think about what she wants to do in the industry, hinting that Helen can help Wendy get higher up from their position that they are in now. So that also kind of spawned some ideas in Wendy's head, even though she was totally against this in the first place, but now that she's been living like this for six months and has seen brutal things, brutal, brutal, brutal things. Um, also, at the end of season two, Wendy sets Ruth's dad up to be killed. He was um, causing problems for the Bird family as well as the cartel. And instead of giving him cash to get out of town, like the original plan, she kind of sets him up to be executed right as he's leaving town with, like, a million dollars. The end of season two finale, the kids and Wendy and Marty are supposed to leave the Ozarks, get on a plane to Australia. However, Right when they're about to do this, Wendy refuses to leave the Ozarks. Oh. She tells Marty this at the very last second, so she would get the final word. Um, Her reasoning is that she is acting logically and he is acting emotionally. Um, And she did, she admitted that she used to act emotionally and she wanted Marty to act 
logically with her as well. Uh, motion when she says acting emotionally, that means wanting to escape the cartel. <laughs> and when she says acting logically, that means working with the cartel. Interesting. Okay. Um, she also proposes the idea to Marty that this could be the Gold Coast. It could open a world full of possibilities Ooh. for them and their family. So she's in her Walter White area. She is in her Walter <laughs> White area. She's in her girl boss Walter White area. And she states okay. that they have partners who would back them and partners who are incredibly grateful for the deeds that they have done. That means the cartel, other drug dealers in that era. Usually not the smells. They they kind of hate each other. But, however, they are working together with this casino as they both are in the drug business. And she, and I quote, she says, This is who I am and this is who I want to be. So, uh, Queen. Queen Wendy for knowing what you not want and not being scared to stick up to your husband. And also being season. good at your goddamn job. Yes. She has saved the day for the fa- her family and the cartel multiple times because she is doing what Marty couldn't. And she's smart. She is smart. And even Helen. Helen, their little supervisor, is like, hey, you know what you're doing. I like you. There could be a future here for you. I like that. Women supporting women. Women supporting women. Women on women. Women on women. <laughs> so that brings us to season three, which I have titled A Not So Pleasant Drive. The season opens with a cartel war. Uh, lots of things are being blown up and lots of people are getting killed. Both Marty and Wendy are monitoring this. Um, the Navarro cartel, which is the cartel that they work for, is losing a lot of people. Uh, we also see that Wendy now has an office in this season. Oh my god. She has people coming to her, making offers to add to the casino. And also, Marty isn't laundering money right now. After the whole FBI attack, where they kind of almost cornered them, he doesn't feel like it's safe or secure to do so. Helen comes to town and instructs Marty to start up again as their boss desperately needs it thanks to the uh, cartel war. He also reminds Marty that he got hired because he was supposed to be the best. Wendy and Marty are also in couples therapy. Uh, They both have different ideas for their futures. Wendy wants to grow and expand the business as Marty still wants out and he's still very mad at Wendy for not leaving when they had the chance. And then why can't he just leave? Yeah, that is so true. Actually, they also talk about that in this a little bit. If one of them wanted out, it's at the point where the cartel and Helen know them as working together and being on the same page and they have made it very clear to Wendy and Marty that if they are not at on the same page, that could be very dangerous for their family. Yeah. And they are not on the same page. Note that they are in um, couples therapy. And I also want to say, state that um, Marty is paying the therapist extra money to take his side. Oh my god, he would. However, uh, later on in the series, uh, Wendy starts to do the same. Oh so my god. So they're both paying off the therapist to take each other's sides. It doesn't really end up well. Wendy has come up with an idea that will help them launder the money, as well as keep their boss, boss safe. Safety for their boss, Omar Navarro, is what would is what would sell the deal for the boss. Okay. As one, Wendy gets to expand like she wants, but she's also creating a backup plan in case they lose the war and this would keep they have like a little safe house and money, legal money backing for Navarro's kids and himself. She states that this is a good plan as this would only increase Navarro's gratitude towards them. Marty is not a fan of this plan as he, (laughs) (laughs) surprise, surprise, as he does not want to take on extra stress. Also, he's still not a huge fan of the fact that they're still working for the cartel. 
Uh, Wendy tries to reassure him and states that they are in, meaning the cartel has too much respect and gratitude for them that they would not hurt them and that they are able to get the things that they want. Marty doesn't know if he believes this. The only thing that he's focusing on right now is the fact that they are alive. Wendy brings the idea to Helen. Helen tells it to Omar. And this is when things take a turn because Omar Navarro is so impressed by this idea and the fact that Wendy, who is laundering money for him, actually wants to see him and his family be safe throughout this war. So he wants to meet up with Wendy, which is very rare. Uh, Wendy's kind of taken aback by this because... She did not realize that sh- this would make her meet the drug lord. Also, that's kind of scary, meeting him in person, because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, a little her. Yes. Marty and Wendy start working behind each other's backs to get what they want. Mm, makes sense. <laughs> yes. Marty targets areas that will stop Wendy from making deals, And Wendy starts going to Helen to help her instead of Marty, which Helen helps her get these deals into action. And usually Marty fails at stopping Wendy. He just provides a detour, but she is smart enough to find a way around it. Nice. And also this season, Ben, who is Wendy's brother, comes to town unannounced. Ben has come to town as he just had a mental health episode. He has bipolar and um, he came to town after he got fired from his substitute teaching job. So Ben starts staying with Marty and Wendy and early on Marty asks Ben to leave as they're under tight security with their business and he uses he, Marty says that Wendy has not been herself as an excuse and says that they need to work on getting Wendy back to herself. Oh, shut up. And her brother, Brent, Ben, refutes this claim, saying that this, this is the first time he's been able to recognize his sister in years. Oh, shit. Yes. Um, so a lot of Wendy and Marty's problems come from the fact that they are never on the same page. They each have their own plan, fight about which one to do, and so then they don't tell each other what they're doing and do their own plan and then fight about how they didn't tell each other what they were doing. So it's kind of like this fighting circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I said earlier, Marty starts making plans that will interfere with Wendy's. This can sometimes lead to the possibility of their lives being put in danger because a lot of what Wendy is doing is what the cartel wants and it instructs her to do. And if she doesn't finish doing this, that will get her and her family killed. Yeah. As well as the fact that Marty is her biggest obstacle when it comes to saving her family. Damn. I know. Kind of quite interesting. <laughs> um, this is also, this is a really just a side note. Uh, this is also in the season when Wendy starts having these, like, dreams of, like, killing Marty and, like, taking all the money it's just yeah. quite these fast these little fantasies that are not nightmares. Damn, she is really girl bossing, uh, gaslighting, and gatekeeping <laughs> and gatekeeping throughout this entire show. She is. Um, this is also when Helen starts to get suspicious that Marty and Wendy may not be on the same page after all these problems and their plans are surfacing. And this is when Helen goes to Ruth and asks if she could run the casino if Marty went away. And Ruth replies with yes. Um, So Ruth, uh, she is uh, the cousin of the Langmores. She lives with the Langmore family, which is uh, a family that's quite close with the birds just because their son Wyatt and Charlotte, their daughter, they are kind of friends, slash kind of seeing each other, but not really in season three. And... Ruth also was the local criminal. Like, the whole entire family, they were known as the local criminals before the birds came to town. So Ruth was where, started working with Marty in season one, where she ran a strip club. 
um, Love for that. Marty to help the, him launder money. However, in season three, um, Ruth is really the main manager at the casino. So after Ruth tells Helen that she can run this casino by herself if Marty went away, Marty gets kidnapped by the cartel. Oh, Ben sees this happen. And this is where he learns exactly what his sister is doing. Marty gets released by the cartel when he says that he'll get a fed to switch to their side. And this is also where Wendy starts to realize that expanding isn't all rainbows and flowers as she thought it was. She purchased a horse ranch for the cartel as they instructed her to just for the cartel to butcher horses behind her back. Um, This is very bad for business as (laughs) what Marty and Wendy do, how they launder money is they are investors in businesses Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden one of the investor businesses that they invested in is killing all these horses. Yeah, that's not Yeah, and Wendy calls Navarro to which she is very angry. She's asking why he would do this. Um, and she states that they are partners. And to that, Wendy receives a very angry response from Navarro, where he reminds Wendy that he owns her. Oh. And this puts the perspective in on Wendy that maybe she was getting ahead of herself. And it was just a very scary phone call. Omar tells Wendy to never call her again unless it's, like, a serious reason. Oh, he pulls a little Nate Jacobs. Oh, he he does pull a little (laughs) Nate Jacobs. Ben um, stops taking his medicine because he has started seeing Ruth. He really likes Ruth, and they're really cute together. It's really sweet. Ben states that ever since Wendy married Marty, she hasn't been herself and changed drastically. However, this is the first time he's actually been able to, like, see his sister again and actually enjoy her. Ruth gets beat up by the son of a Kansas City mobster. Ben tries to go after him, but Ruth tells him to quit it. Um, Marty and Wendy, the only thing that they did... After Ruth got beat up, Ruth, who works for them, their main helper, the only thing they did is they cut ties with the Kansas City mob. Ruth was supposed to be untouchable, and this disappoints Ruth, as Wendy has already killed her father, and now isn't doing anything to help her against this man who really wants to kill Ruth and uh-huh. quite literally almost did. Oh, God. And when M- Ruth went to work with Marty and Wendy, she made it very clear that she is supposed to be untouchable. And however, now that she almost got killed by the mob, even though they have the power to do something, they really do nothing. Ben also has a mental health episode where he beats up a stranger gets arrested and he tells the police that Helen is his family is his family's lawyer. This is a problem. Ben, <laughs> um, ben knows too much and is unstable at the moment as he's having a mental health episode. Oh no. Yes. Um Marty wants to send Ben to a mental hospital to avoid a legal hearing. Um especially since their lawyers are in the middle of a cartel war. Yeah. Um, Wendy refuses. She says she can't put her brother back in a place like this, as he had a bad experience in a mental institution 10 years ago, especially a mental hospital in Missouri. Yeah. Is not what she wants to send her brother to. Fair enough. And since um, Wendy is the only blood relation sibling that he has she's the only one who can sign off on sending him there and he she refuses to and however at a casino event that is this huge event all the cartel people there all the heroin people are there are there wendy and marty are throwing it basically for the community to make them look good um at a casino event 
Ben, ben crashes the event. He punches Marty in the, in the face and accuses the whole family of being liars in front of everyone at the event. Oh, my God. Because Ben is still really mad that they aren't doing anything to help Ruth, even though she's in the hospital, quite literally almost dying. I mean, I would be too. Uh-huh. I get it. And this whole event um, convinces Wendy to approve him into an institution instead of jail time as he just committed some more crimes by punching Marty in the face Mm -hmm. and just ruining the event. So Ruth's cousin Wyatt, um, at Wyatt's request, Darlene, who is one of the smells, gets Ben out of the hospital. Um, So right now, I need to explain this briefly because it does relate back to Wendy. Um... Darlene, the smells home life situation is very, very strange. Mm-hmm. So Darlene killed her husband. Okay. Um, so because he didn't, she didn't like what he was doing. <laughs> um, so Dar, and she also um, wanted a baby. Her husband wow. didn't want a baby. Um, so Darlene, all valid reasons. <laughs> yes. Um, so once Mason, throwback to Mason, he kidnapped Wendy late earlier this last season and, um, Marty had to kill him. However, Mason had a baby. Um, the smells killed Mason's wife while she was pregnant and they saved the baby. They carved the baby out of her stomach while they were killing her. And, um, So it's like reverse Game of Thrones. Yeah, I, <laughs> I guess so. It, it really is a long story. Basically, like, Mason and his wife, they run a church on the water. That oh. was how the smells were selling heroin without, like, any, like, feds or police on their back. Okay. And so Marty invested in the smells, I mean, in the ch- church to build them a church and get them off the water. Mm-hmm. And that's really when the smells and the birds started to hate each other because they both started conflicting in each other's business. Um, and unfortunately, because the the smells and the birds business, both Mason and his wife died. Um, however, the baby did survive. And now Darlene is raising this child. Oh my God. And she also starts seeing Wyatt, a eighteen-year-old, freshly out of high school. Oh my god! Um, who is Ruth's cousin? So at Wyatt's request, Darlene gets Ben out of the hospital because Ruth wanted Ben out of the mental hospital because obviously they're seeing each other and he was really struggling in there. Ben is now even more mad at Wendy for signing him off to be in a hospital. Mm-hmm. And he is still mad that there's been no repercussions for Ruth's abuse. Um, he goes to Helen's house and tells her daughter about all the drug laundering and all the awful things that her mother has done. This has been the big no-no from the beginning. <laughs> Ever since Helen showed up, she has made it clear that her kids cannot know anything about their dealings. Uh-huh. And what she does, um, otherwise there will be serious repercussions. Yeah. So Helen is fuming, as her daughter now knows what she does, and now her daughter, as well as Ben, are in danger. Um, she is on the hunt for Ben now, as her daughter is not speaking to her, and moves back to Chicago on her own. Wendy and Marty are discussing what to do. Wendy brings up that Helen will go to Navarro over this. Um, and she states that Navarro needs to know that they are more valuable than she is. Once again, even though her brother's life is literally in danger, Wendy is thinking about the business. That shows her girl boss era. <laughs> um, so Helen's hitman is on the lookout for Ben. Wendy and Ben get in the car. They start driving. They're looking for someplace safe, someplace where they can take uh-huh. Ben, because obviously Wendy loves her brother, does not want him to get killed. However, Ben is still experiencing a mental health episode. He doesn't really understand the full severity of what's actually happening to him. Or how bad he messed up. Um, Ben calls the cops on themselves. (laughs) um, As he's trying to get saved. Because he thinks that the cops will help him out. No, they won't. However, Wendy scares the cops away. 
And how does she manage to do that? So they are sleeping in the car. They get a knock on the window. Wendy wakes up and she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Are we not supposed to be sleeping here? And Wendy was, and the cop's like, no, you're fine. We just got a call that uh, the Navarro cartel may be on the look for you guys and you guys may be in danger. And Wendy talks her way out saying that they were listening to an NPR episode and her brother is having a severe mental health episode and that he's just making things up, blah, 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 blah. Then the cops don't really believe Wendy. They um, want to search the car. Uh, Wendy then threatens the cops. Um, she goes into her girl boss era. She threatens a lot of people in this. Okay. And she has this very specific voice when she threatens people. Um, she... Can you do an impression? I can not, because <laughs> Laura Lindley, maybe if we could pull up a little clip of her threatening voice. I'm gonna have to ask you both to step out of the vehicle, please, ma'am. Officer, can we please, can we not make this more complicated? Step out of the car, please. I'm gonna ask you a few questions, and we're gonna take a look inside the car. All right, all right. We, we can, we can, we can step outside the vehicle, but, you know... Search and seizure laws now say we're not required to answer any of your questions. And if you want to search this vehicle, you're going to have to get a warrant. And that would be such a waste of time and resources. And on a weekend, no less all because of you. And, you know, I'd be, I'd be really curious as to what you would cite as cause on this warrant. What, some, some absolute nonsense, my brother, who just got off a psychiatric cold, by the way, just, just rattled off to some drifter in a parking lot? So, can we just let this go, please? And you can, you can focus your good intentions elsewhere. You a lawyer? No. Well, we have your license plate information, so, uh, you two just be extra careful. Thank you, officer. Damn. Yeah. The fact that she also just, like, does that in front of her brother, too. He's just, like, silent the entire time. I'm, I'm loving her. Helen confirms to Marty that she is going to kill Ben because she believes that since he told her daughter, he will tell other people as well. Um, ben also secretly calls Helen to apologize. Oh, no. Dummy moment. He doesn't realize the severity of this. And Wendy, this is when Ben kind of starts to realize the severity of this, as Wendy quite literally tells Ben that Helen will kill her kids if she doesn't get what she wants. Oh, no. Yeah, um, so at a gas station, Ben secretly buys a phone. Um, this leads Wendy to believe that he will never understand what is going on and that the end of the road is coming. At a restaurant in Knoxville, Ben and Wendy are eating. This is where things take quite a turn and Wendy makes a very surprising move as Wendy leaves the restaurant, leaves him and Ben inside of the restaurant, and makes a phone call to Helen and tells her the location of where they are at. Uh, She very well knows the repercussions of this and leaves him to die at the restaurant. Ben is killed by Helen's hitman. And after this, Wendy has not returned home for three days as she is spending her time in parking lots, drowning herself in liquor. Okay. Um, Wendy calls Navarro to tell him what she did. He tells her that what she did was required and that he shouldn't be grateful for... He shouldn't be grateful or shouldn't? He shouldn't be grateful. Okay. As what she did was required. Oh. Um, Wendy doesn't want to accept... That her brother's death is the cause of her own doing. Um, So she tries to blame Ben's death on Ruth. 
which all I have to say is, bruh, you've ruined this girl's life so much. <laughs> and now you're trying <laughs> to just dig the hole even deeper. Ever since um, she moved to town, three of her family members are dead. One of them is not talking to her, and now her lover, who she just met this year, is now dead. Um, and so, after Wendy tries to blame Ben's death on Ruth, Wendy quits working for the family. I mean, not Ruth quits working for the Bird family. Wendy um, is experiencing a deep depression episode. She wants out. She tells Marty that she wants out. And finally, Wendy and Marty are on the same page. Helen is still so, 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 so mad. Um, even though she has killed Ben, um, she has requested that all of Wendy and Marty's dealings in their enterprise are mm-hmm. go straight to her and are in her name instead of Wendy and Marty. Um, Wendy and Marty are trying to re- are trying to redo that and are trying to make sure that Helen doesn't kill the rest of their family. So they make a deal with Navarro. They're giving info to the feds that the, Qatar, the opposing cartel that they're in a war with killed U.S. citizens on U.S. ground. This will give the feds an opportunity to attack the opposing cartel, which could quite possibly end the cartel war. And all they ask in return, or specifically all Wendy asks in return, because she is the one who does all the phone calls with Navarro. Marty is not on that level of respect. Uh-uh. Only Wendy has the respect with the drug dealing cartel. Um, so all Wendy asks in return is for Helen to stay out of their business. Um, she then gets another phone call from Navarro, where Wendy, Marty, and Helen are all instructed to get on a jet to Mexico to meet Navarro. Um, so this is what they do. And this is where the season... And season three, Helen, after they get out of the plane, they're walking up to Navarro to meet him. Helen immediately gets shot and killed right in front of Wendy and Marty. And then Omar Navarro walks up to Wendy and Marty, hugs them, and basically states that they're in and they can't wait to see what they accomplish together. Oh my God. <laughs> Damn. Huge cliffhanger as Helen <laughs> was one of the main leaders of the cartel, and now it seems that Wendy and Marty, more specifically Wendy, may be taking over Helen's position. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, a lot happens, and especially about Wendy. And I just think that I just think it was cool. That Wendy starts as quite literally just being a wife in season one. That is her main role. However, it progresses to her quite literally, like, running the drug lord business. I I really appreciate that. I mean, especially since, like, I don't... Maybe subconsciously, I'm just, like, defaulting to, like, comparing it to Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's very interesting how, like, Breaking Bad is able to utilize... Um, Skylar's character, and they're like, yeah, she can, like, launder money for, like, a season or two, but for the main part, she's just there to nag. Mm -hmm. Whereas, I feel like you easily could have done the same thing with Wendy, Mm -hmm. especially with how it sounds like she's portrayed in season one, but then they just, like, went for it. They just went, she's a part of this. Exactly. And, like, that's something I really love and respect about Ozark, because... Especially in season two and season three, the majority of people who are in, like, roles of power, position of, positions of power, are women. We have Helen, yeah. Darlene, Ruth, and Wendy, which they are all in huge positions of power, and really the only other men who are also have the same amount of power are Marty and Omar Navarro, obviously, since yeah. he runs the cartel. And I just think it's awesome. I think that, um... This season, I mean, not this season, I think that Ozark, that's why I kind of, like, said in the beginning, I feel like Ozark did what Breaking Bad did wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Especially for how, um, they treat, like, their kids in this season. From, like, about season three, or not season three, from about season one, episode three, 
the kids know exactly, um, Charlotte and Jonah, they know exactly what their parents are doing. And they kind of have conflicting, they kind of show Charlotte and Jonah dealing with, like, the repercussions of, like, knowing that their parents are working in an incredibly dangerous field and it could Mm -hmm. quite literally get them killed. And I think it's just interesting that this show not only focuses on, like, obviously the plot, drug laundering, money money laundering, drug deals, blah, 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 but also, like, the repercussions of how it can affect everyone from, like, families, children, and it kind of shows how they got in that position. I just think, I, I just really love Ozark, and I'm really excited to see what season four takes place. It looks like, from the trailer, it looks like the children are stepping up a little bit more Ooh. as... Jonah may or may not be following in his father's footsteps. I'm just really excited. Especially in a lot of shows, kids are kind of there as, like, background characters. Uh But the kids in this um, show, they really have their own moments all throughout each episode. And it's I just think it's really great. That's really cool. Well, I'm excited to start watching Ozark. This has really inspired me, too. Especially since I've now I now know everything that's gonna happen. That gives me some security. <laughs> I, I I did I did leave I did. There's so much that happens in Ozark. I have I only spoiled a little bit. That's good. That's good. Good to know. Only I really was when I was rewatching it. I was focusing on um, Wendy and Wendy only. But there really is the show is quite literally an ensemble. A season two. In season three, Marty's really struggling with the fact uh, he feel like he feels like he doesn't know who his wife is. Mm-hmm. However, like even her brother, who's known her entire life, says, "No, this is exactly who she is. This is the first time I've been able to recognize her since um, she's been married to you." Interesting. And I, I just really love this show. I think it does the woman in this show right, and I, and also talks about mental health a lot. There's a whole episode dedicated to Wendy dealing with depression from postpartum depression. Which is, like, not talked about whatsoever. No, and especially in a show about, like, cartels and money laundering. It's and They don't talk about mental health a lot in other shows, and especially since, like, that necess- this isn't a show about mental health. Mm-hmm. It's a show about money laundering. I think it's great that they bring up real world issues yeah and i think it's unexpected as well that they would like actually address like bias within women and also you know just those kind of issues in general for a very for a show that's in a very masculine genre Mm -hmm. and a very uh plain genre i should say like it's usually sort of predictable it's interesting that they would go out of their way to have you know, episodes that deal with, like, women's issues and problems. Exactly. It's very interesting. It is very interesting, and that's really all I have to say. I am so excited to start season four the day this episode comes out, January 21st. Yay! I will be binging it the first five episodes, (laughs) but I hope you enjoyed learning and listening about the one and only Wendy Bird. Yay! I I know I have. (laughs) All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to check out our Instagram and subscribe if you want to hear more. Um, We should have more episodes coming out soon. Nicole's going back to her home in Chicago, so we... The next time you hear us, we will be long distance. Yes! Yay! All right. Until then. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>